Sup, Buzznet! In reference to the podcast. Back once again. I know, it's been a long three days. Not even. It's been a long weekend. two minutes for us. <laughs> I don't even think it's been two minutes. minutes. Stop and start. Yep. Um, I'm Amanda. I'm Heather. Today it's a murder Monday. It is a murder Monday. It's a bloody one. So, I bet you'll never guess what my first source was. Wikipedia? You got it. And then Murderpedia? No, I did not use Murderpedia. Um, but I used Wikipedia, Post-Gazette, and I found out about this guy because I was deep diving into the smiley face killings. and I don't know that I even know what that is. So, the smiley face killings um, is a phenomena, 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 phenomenon. (laughs) It's a series Mm -hmm. of murders in many, 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 many. Many, many, many cities. Many. Um, so, the smiley face killings are like somebody gets killed, their body's found in a body of water, and on the nearest structure, I think, or like at the closest dock or something, I don't know, there is a smiley face painted. Oh. And it's like, there's like a cluster in Pittsburgh, and there's a cluster in like New York City, and I don't know where all the cities actually are, but there's a group of detectives who think about that, that think that these are, that it's a group of serial killers, so it's not just one serial killer, but it's like a group of them working together. Oh, so like each one has their own area. I guess. So, there is one suspected, well, Pittsburgh is the newest pop-up place um and it's young males who were drinking that night and they're typically good looking smart and athletic i know a lot of people that do not fall under that category number one is me (laughs) same (laughs) um so i had been telling danielle about there being a serial killer in Pittsburgh, and so then I was like, oh, I'm going to look into this to see if there's any more developments on it. And then I came across a Reddit thread. Subreddit thread? I don't know, whatever. I'm not a Reddit user, but it was like, here's a list of some of the serial killers in Pittsburgh. And so, I'd never heard of this guy. So I looked into it. And here we go. And let me know what you found. So, Richard Scott Bombhammers. <laughs> it's probably not how you say it, but that's how I'm saying it. Was born May 17th, 1965 in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. His parents were immigrants who fled the Soviet occupi- occupation of their homeland. I forgot. I have to look this up. Lot. Latvia? Latvia, yeah. Okay. Both par- both became 
Both of the parents became faculty members at the University of Pittsburgh School of Dental Medicine and had a successful practice on Fifth Avenue. Richard also had an older sister who was born in 1963. He attended Mount Lebanon High School where he was the second string kicker for the football team. That has nothing to do with this. After high school, Richard... I think, but like that's more just like, oh, he grew up totally normal. Yeah. Oh, okay, and apparently I can't type. After high school, Richard graduated from Kent State University and began his law degree then at Cumberland Law School. After graduating from law school, he enrolled in a program at the University of the Pacific McGeorge School of Law, where he specialized in both immigration and international law. For several years, he lived in Atlanta, but then returned to Pittsburgh in the late 1990s. He has been treated for mental illness since 1993 and voluntarily admitted himself to a psychiatric ward at least twice. He traveled abroad and upon returning home, told his family that he had been euphoric when visiting Ukraine, but once he got to Finland, people were following and harassing him. Later, his father claimed that he said he could no longer speak to his parents because the FBI was monitoring the house. His father also claimed that he wanted to go see, or wanted to go, that he wanted to be taken to Dr. Kevorkian, who was known to fight for terminal patients' rights to die via physician-assisted suicide. I was going to say, isn't that another serial killer? He's not technically a serial killer. Oh. He just assisted in suicide. They have his van at the Haunted Museum in Vegas. Oh. Yeah, he just assisted in suicide. I don't know. He was treated, uh, Richard was treated over the years by several psychiatrists (laughs) and psychologists and tried 16 different medications, but I guess they didn't work. In 1997, he moved back to his parents' home country, where he obtained citizenship and then tried to reclaim his family's properties that were taken during the Soviet occupation. Unfortunately, though, he was too late, as claims needed to be filed by 1996. So, that was not great. In the fall of 1999, he was arrested in Paris after striking a woman because he believed she was Jewish. That's no reason to smack somebody. Yeah. And he... I don't have it written down. But he told her and the police that he was, like, mentally ill. He had these issues. Um, and somehow he got on a plane in Spain. and Or got on a plane to Spain. I don't know. But regardless, he returned to the United States and to Pittsburgh. And on April 27th, 2000... He purchased a, re- a revolved, that's what I said, a revolver in, in Pennsylvania. The next day, at 1.30 p.m., he walked to the home of his neighbor, a 63-year-old Jewish woman, Anita Nikki Gordon, and fatally shot her, and then set her house on fire. He then drove to a synagogue in Scott Township, which was Beth L. Congregation, maybe. Sorry if I'm saying that wrong. He fired into the windows and then proceeded to spray paint two red swastikas on the building. So, 
frequency reviews support a little. A short distance away, Anil Thacker, formerly of India, was shot and killed. Sandeep Patel was also shot and then paralyzed. Next, he drove to... I really should have looked all these up. Next, he drove to Athva Akam Congregation in Carnegie. Again, I know that's not how you pronounce that, so I'm sorry. <laughs> um, where he shattered the synagogue's glass windows with gunfire. He then went to Robinson Town Center, where he walked into Yafe Chinese Cuisine, where Jai's son and Theo Tony Pham were fatally shot in front of customers. And because he wasn't done yet, he then went to Center Township in Beaver County to C.S. Kim School of Karate and shot Gary Lee, a 22-year-old African-American male. He initially pointed the gun at the other person, George Thomas II, who was a European-American. So. But, like, how do you know? I don't know. Like, I feel like that's just... Just because somebody is from, like, a different country doesn't mean you can instantly tell. Well, I think what it was getting at here was that Gary Lee was black and George Thomas was white. Oh. That's my assumption of what they were trying to say. Allegedly. So, Richard was fleeing and he was pulled over in his Jeep at 3.30 p.m. in Ambridge, PA. So, all of that took two hours. That's it. So, all the murders took place in two hours. Yes. And was, I think, 12 miles. Like, covered 12 miles or something. So, I don't know. I guess I was thinking, like, he was in Squirrel Hill and then went over to, like, Robinson Town Center. And, like, I But I guess it was all much closer than what I thought. So, he was charged with the following. Seven counts of ethnic intimidation. Five counts of criminal homicide. Three counts of institutional vandalism. Three counts of criminal mischief. Two counts of arson. One count of attempted homicide. One count of firearms violations. One count of reckless endangerment. And one count of aggravated assault. What is the criminal mischief? I don't know. I guess literally anything he would have done. Yeah. Unless it was with, like, the shooting of the buildings, but then that's institutional vandalism. So, I don't know. But also Wikipedia says it was 19 charges, and I don't think that adds up to 19. 7, 12, 13, 15, 18. No. That adds up to 23. So. But those were straight from a Post-Gazette article, which. You're going to trust a little more. Smidgen more. All right. On May 1st, 2000, he was arraigned and his bond was set at one mil. Just a cool one mil, you know. Not like he killed. Pocket change. Yeah. And not like he killed five people and it was clearly a hate crime. Yeah. But, whatever. 
On May 19, 2000, he was ruled to be unfit to stand trial and was ordered to undergo at least 90 days of psychiatric treatment. So almost a year later, he was tried, and the jury found Richard guilty on all charges on May 9, 2000. Two days later, the same jury requested that he be executed for his crimes. On January 19, 2010, Ed Rendell's, which, just a side note here, I, I cannot say Ed Rendell's name without laughing, because one time I was watching a Steelers game with my family, and Randall L., who is a football player, oh, yeah. was playing, and he had this, allegedly, he had this habit of running east to west or west to east rather than north to south. <laughs> and my pap, so we're like all sitting there, and he's like, look at Rendell, just running sideways, never running down the field. <laughs> And everybody was like, what? He's like, what? We were, you know, we're like, you mean Randall L? That's what I said. <laughs> no, no pap, it was not. So anyway, on January 19th, 2010, Ed Randell signed an execution warrant. And Richard was scheduled to be put to death on March 18th, 2010. On February 28th, 2010, Jeffrey A. Manning granted Richard an indefinite stay of execution after his attorney filed a new appeal. In October 2014, Tom Corbett signed an execution warrant, but due to federal appeal, a federal judge granted a stay of execution. So, remember last time when I said I had this at the bottom? Mm -hmm. No, I didn't. It was in this one. Richard is currently still on death row with 144 other inmates as Pennsylvania hasn't executed anyone since 1999. I could not find an update if Richard got a new trial as of yet, but he might. Uh, But Tom Wolf, who is our current governor, does not believe in the death penalty. He doesn't believe that it does what it was meant to do. And so Uh, I feel like they should make an exception and just put him through. Yeah, but he said that, like, the death penalty doesn't deter crime, and it's not, it, there are times when innocent people get put to death, and so I don't foresee Tom Wolf signing an execution warrant for Richard Baumhammers. But that is the serial killer, I guess he would be a serial killer, because it was more than three people in different places. So he'd be a serial killer slash, like, mass murderer? hmm Yep. So he did all his killing in one day? He did. Over two hours. So, I don't know if that would make... I mean, he popped up as a serial killer, so... I think I might consider him more of a mass murderer, but what do I know? You know quite a bit. Oh, that was so sweet. That was such a nice thing for you to say. Don't get used to it. Yeah, I know. I'll just get used to my boyfriend being nice to you and not me. Because <laughs> I guess I'm mean to him. Psh, whatever. I feel like I'm not much nicer. <laughs> I know. It's just probably because he doesn't put up with me as much as he does you. <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know. Oh, we got some yawning going on. Brody's asleep. This is my bedtime. We still got four more episodes to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, on that note, you can find us. Well, wait, before I do our outro, what do you got coming up for us? Next, I have. I have Casa Loma. Ooh, fancy. What's that? We were there. Oh. The castle in Canada. Ah, fair. Toronto. All right, well, maybe we'll post pictures of our experience there. Did you look for ghosts in it, in any of our pictures? Um... I think there was one that kind of looked weird when we were down on the tunnel. Fair. That's a long-ass walk. It was a long-ass walk. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk about that on the next episode. Um, so, in the meantime, till we get to Freaky Friday this week, follow us on Instagram at InReferenceToPodcast or on Twitter at InReferenceTo. I'm still waiting for some emails. As of the time we're recording this, yeah. who knows about when we post it. But Hopefully I'll get at least one by then. Yeah. Uh, at, in reference to podcast at gmail.com. It can be paranormal stories, true crime stories, topics you want us to cover. Don't send us any blood, guts, or gore. Like photos. Or Also don't just like, yeah, don't send, us blood. send us blood, guts, and gore. <laughs> you can include it in writing. Yeah, it can be in writing. We just don't want to visibly look at it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can also help support us. The, pa- the I almost said the Patreon. Us, the podcast, and Wikipedia by joining as a Patreon donor. At ooh, my laptop just went on screen save. Um, our Patreon is patreon.com backslash in reference to, and. If you just need some happiness in your life, you can always follow Brody at Brody the Shepherd Mix on Instagram. Because he's such a handsome boy. He's such a good boy. He's so handsome. Just like Geo. Yep, just like Geo. Just like Geo. <laughs> Alright, until next time. Maybe we should try that again? Yeah.